0: good morning or whatever time you're listening to this my beautiful little ray of sunshine welcome to this episode i'm so excited to be here right now because i always feel like when, when i'm in a bad mood all i have to do is podcast and then my mood instantly changes so i hope you're getting in your little hot girl walk right now walking around the town Um, If you're in somewhere warm like Florida, you know, (laughs) very lucky. Um, Right now, New England is quite miserable. But anyways, that's not the point of today's episode. Today's episode is how to start a fitness journey. So I'm going to kind of be going over like my experience with fitness. I got a lot of questions about this, even just from people I knew, especially in college when I like completely turned my life around and just really started to prioritize my health and wellness you know what I mean and I've had a really like interesting relationship with fitness so let me just get into that right now so first of all I was very active growing up like I was always in sports you know when I was probably in elementary school I played like all the sports I don't know my parents just signed me up for everything and would see what clicked so I've done softball you know soccer lacrosse all the things but in high school I mainly played volleyball, and I did volleyball for two years, and then I ended up quitting because I hated the coach, and then I did cross country instead of that because it was in the fall for the last two years. I did track in the winter for two years, and then I also did lacrosse all four years. So, a lot of running sports in college I did, and then, uh, not college, in high school. When I graduated high school and then went into college, I, I feel like I developed a really bad relationship with fitness because... I don't know, like I never wanted to do it in high school. You know, they would make us, especially in cross country, they would make us lift and I didn't really care to lift and I had no idea what even to do. So I think because of this relationship I developed like with my coach and my team and I was kind of resenting it half the time. I didn't really carry on the love for fitness in college. So the beginning of college for me, like freshman, sophomore year, I never prioritized it. I didn't even go to the gym. I don't think I even know what a gym was back then. I didn't know how to lift. I didn't know anything. But when in sophomore year of college in 2020 when COVID hit I was in quarantine and I was super bored and I still wasn't working out but I was really bored and I was like you know what I might as well just work out so I got super back into running I mean at that point in my life I literally ran every single day on the track I by the end of that summer of 2020 I was able to get my mile down to six minutes and 56 seconds which is like insane for me because I've don't think I've ever gotten a mile under 10 minutes but that was like a really pivotal point in my running career (laughs) running career like don't run anymore so anyways but then college started back up again and it was kind of difficult to like balance you know fitness and work and a social life and school and stuff like that so but over the summer of 2020 I got extremely thin like and I I've mentioned this in um the podcast episode I did about like veganism when I started being vegan in high school and I was running a lot I didn't really like, eat enough protein so I ended up losing a lot of weight then so I've had a lot of you know different eating disorders and just struggling with body image but when I was running over the summer of 2020 it like I had a really bad body dysmorphia and I didn't know anything like I didn't lift I didn't know anything about gaining muscle I just wanted to be super super thin and skinny and I did look skinny and thin and the thing that made something click in my head was I came home from college or something and my mom literally was like oh my god you your ass is now smaller than your sister's and this is a lot of competition for me because you know I I need to have a fat ass so it's like my only personality trait I'm just kidding. But when I came home and she said that to me, it really clicked. I was like, wow, I need to start building muscle. Like, yeah, cardio is important, but I can't just run all the time. And I had a coach in high school who was 22 at the time, so now my age. And he had to get surgery because he ran so much. And I don't think running is it's good for you, but it's also not. When you do it excessively, you can develop a lot of different problems with like joints and everything like that. And I just didn't want to go down that path. So I was like, wow, okay, you know what? I kind of, I just stopped running after that. When she said that, I was like, I'm just going to gain a little bit weight back. But see, when I was this age, I think it was around 19 or 20, I still didn't know the concept of like lifting weights and stuff. And I was still drinking a lot, and you know when you're you're hungover the next day, the last thing you want to do is work out, so I was like hungover every single day, which is why I didn't really work out much my junior year of college, but after I kind of went through that whole drinking phase in my life, something just clicked in me where I was like, you know what, I want to start actually focusing on my physical health because I've gotten to be a little bit chunky, and I don't really feel my best self, so I kind of cut drinking out altogether, and I realized that your fitness journey is really a balance of your physical, mental, and spiritual Right? Because when I was in high school and in the beginning of college, um, one of my coworkers at my job actually said, you know, he's much older, he's like 40 now. He said, Isn't it ironic that, you know, you preach health and all this stuff? You're going out and blacking out every single weekend you know you're just putting toxins in your body but then you're trying to get rid of them and don't get me wrong there's this whole like feud on the internet of you need the balance and blah 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 but me personally at the time didn't I did not feel my best self when I was drinking and maybe if I got back into drinking now I would approach it with a much better perspective but I'm not saying you can't balance you know you can be in the gym 5 days a week and then drink the other two I'm not telling you how to live your life this was just my own personal story and I just thought that was ironic that like I wasn't eating right or drinking right and the same for you you know if you really want to see results in the gym it's all about your nutrition and stuff like that and but hang on i'm getting too ahead of myself here let's rewind so after I had this realization, then I started to, like, actually learn how to get into the gym, right? When you go your whole life just doing track, outdoor workouts, and you have no idea how to lift, or you don't even know. Like, I, I'm telling you, I had no idea whatsoever what to do in the gym. I didn't know what, like, a lat pulldown was. I didn't know what a bicep curl was. Like, I had absolutely no idea, because I've never been taught this. Where would you be taught, you know, maybe in, like, your gym class in high school, but I never paid attention, you know? So, anyways... I did a lot of research like this is when I was on TikTok and I followed a lot of like different fitness influencers and on Instagram and I also had friends at the time in college who are guys who were like super into the gym so I would work out with them a lot and learn a lot from them so I would say this was like June or July-ish of 2021 And then I carried that with me for months and I ended up backpacking Europe and like studying abroad in February 2022. So when I was in Italy for three months and I had my own apartment and stuff... That was probably like my peak fitness. You know, I had, I was that gym rat girl, okay? I had the fitness Instagram page. I had the fitness TikTok. I was like, I'm a gym rat. I love the gym. The gym's my only personality trait, you know? And then I kind of stopped, I had to stop going to the gym once I left Italy and I was like constantly backpacking and changing countries and in hostels. So I did do a lot more outdoor workouts, but I, I almost felt like I attached my identity so much to the gym that when I couldn't have it anymore, I was completely miserable. So this was just not a good, you know, when I was in hostels, I could, you could pay like $20 per gym you would go to and be a new member and just like a free trial. But that adds up, you know, if you do a new gym. And I also wasn't getting the nutrients to like sustain being a gym rat while in hostels because I was like trying to budget food and I couldn't eat. Like when I go to the gym, I eat so much and I'm fortunate that you know, I have my own car here and stuff, and I'm making my own money to, like, go to the store and get groceries, but when I was there, I was having no income. So, do you see the problem? It was, like, I couldn't go to the gym because I was traveling constantly, but my, I, I almost got Like really depressed because I almost lost a piece of me that I felt like my whole world revolved around. So when I was backpacking, I realized a lot of different things about myself. You know, if you ever get the opportunity to go on a solo trip, definitely do it because I learned so much about myself. But it made me kind of realize, like, I have such an imbalance of my divine feminine and my divine masculine. Each being is made up of these two energies. It's like the yin and the yang, you know, the divine feminine and divine masculine. No matter what you identify as, no matter, like, what gender, who you are, to our core, we have these two divine energies within us, right? And I, the masculine energy, it's like, um you know, it's very hardworking, driven, grinding, you know, it's lifting heavy weights, stuff like that. If you're really grinding towards your business or your career goals or in school, it's like constantly working, focused. And the feminine is more like, you know, I'm generalizing this, so it's definitely not specific, but feminine is, is love and nurturing and resting and caring. So, some feminine, more divine feminine, workouts would be like a a yoga flow or maybe like a nice stroll in the park so you see I was so in balance not only physically with the masculine but mentally like my whole life I feel like I've been very masculine in every relationship that I've been in even with friends stuff like that I've just been very in my masculine energy and maybe it's because you know I didn't find anyone that would allow me to be in my feminine energy but have it, when I was solo traveling, I realized all this. And then on top of that, because, you know, the universe works in very mysterious ways, I had this realization mentally and spiritually. I'm really involved in my masculine energy, which is like grind, focus, push, stuff like that. When I came home to America, I was so excited to get back in the gym. I was like, oh my god, my personality trait is back. I can't wait to be back in the gym. I feel so good in the gym. I developed... Like, so many injuries... Okay, and I currently still have them to this day because I've been home now for like six months in America. I still have them to this day. So the first one was back problems. Like I, it, was, it was probably my back was under constant stress because I was backpacking and carrying a 50-pound backpack every single day throughout different countries. So that definitely caused some of the back injuries. But I have like really bad knots in my upper left side of my neck that prevented me from doing upper body at the gym. Right, And then also my lower back was in a lot of pain. I don't know why. I've always had lower back problems, but I'm literally 22 and I'm way too young to be having any of these problems. You know what I mean? Like It's kind of ridiculous. So I ended up seeing a really good chiropractor and doing acupuncture and a lot of stuff. Right now I'm in physical therapy for my back. But when I got back to the gym, I was like... You know, I'm going to go all out. I'm going to get a personal trainer. I'm going to really get back into this. And I couldn't even do any of the exercises the personal trainer wanted me to do because I couldn't even go to the gym because every time I did, it would just make the pain even worse. And I'm like, wow, this is probably literally the universe saying, hey, I'm going to give you this energy and this. Oh, my God. I'm going to give you this injury so you can slow the fuck down. Because you are so in your masculine, you need to be more in your feminine, and the feminine is slow, it's loving, it's caring, it's nurturing, and you're just pushing yourself so hard, so I was really pissed, I was like, you know what, universe, go fuck yourself, okay, I'm gonna go into the gym, and guess what, I'm gonna go hard on the lower body, right? like, hard. I'm talking, like, hip thrusts, squats, front and back squats, and deadlifts all in one day type of hard. I'm in the gym for three fucking hours. Like, look at me, bro. I'm a fucking gym rat. And then I injured my lower probably, like, two, three months ago now. I have an inguial, is that what it's called? Inguial hip strain. So, I thought it was, like, a hernia at first. I thought it was, like, a swollen lymph node, maybe a problem with my um, reproductive s- system like my ovaries or something but it is an imbalance of the sacral chakra which <laughs> funny enough let me actually look up what sacral chakra injury meaning it's funny how everything like spiritually is related to physically like you're you know your spiritual frustrations come out Physically, and here enough. You look up block sacral chakra. It's because this is your like sex, um, chakra. So there could be a lot of sexual trauma, but also it controls your creativity, your drive, different types of energies down there. So those were all blocked for me, and it's now manifesting into physical pain. And also, it was the universe saying like, yo, like you thought you could work out lower, and then now we're gonna give you actually a lower injury, so now you can't work out at all, and now you're forced to sit there and take it slow and do nothing. So I was I mean, this has been going on for months now. It's still currently going on. It's getting a little bit better, but I I tried everything. Like I was on muscle relaxers for a certain point. Now I'm in physical therapy actually, which has been really helping my hip, and then now I'm in physical therapy for my back as well, but it's just a huge thing in my life that I learned that you need to listen to your body. You need to slow down when the universe is trying to communicate with you you gotta take a break and I think that's what's so toxic about gym culture on TikTok and which really pisses me off is like you you're on your for you page and stuff or even on Instagram and you see these girls with these you know they're jacked they have abs and their back muscles are amazing and yeah that's great and I'm really proud of them but then I, I think to achieve that, I need to like really, really push myself and I I don't know when to stop because I don't see their rest days. I don't see them resting. So I think it's in the gym six, seven days a week, like absolutely killing yourself every single time. So at this point in my life now, I actually have been at a yoga studio for two months because I've been really wanting to get more into yoga. So I joined a yoga studio. Um, it is expensive. It's like $100 a month, but I do think it's worth it because I go to classes probably at least four or five times a week and it's really taught me to like slow down you know when i'm in the yoga class it can get frustrating because my mind is just spiraling like when i go out to the when i go to the gym and i have headphones you know in my on my f- head <laughs> like where do you put headphones in your ears you don't think of like it's like meditating you know what I mean meditating so difficult because you're forced to sit there alone with your thoughts and it's just really annoying and inconvenient like you think of the most weird things you're like oh remember that time in elementary school when you got in trouble by the teacher oh remember this relationship <laughs> that's not healed yet um But yeah, so yoga has kind of really taught me to slow down. I've gotten more into yoga. I I would actually really want to be yoga certified. I think I want to get like a personal training certification and a yoga certification. I'm not sure yet, but those are some goals of mine. But I, yeah, I was doing yoga videos on YouTube. Like I was looking up videos and now I'm in a studio to like hold myself more accountable because, you know, when you do them on YouTube, I feel like you don't hold yourself as accountable. But when you're like paying money towards something you're more likely to go so that was like kind of what held me accountable um and i also got really into cycle syncing you know because i got off birth control when i was in italy and i came back and i was like really starting to track my cycle in my period i did a whole episode on cycle syncing a podcast episode but cycle syncing is basically you know especially if you're a woman and you get a menstrual cycle And you can be on birth control and still cycle sync. You know, it doesn't have to be like you're not on birth control. I mean, I don't really recommend birth control, but we're not going to get into that. Just do your own research, do whatever works for you. No judgment in that area. You do you, girl, because no one wants to get pregnant, especially in these times (laughs) with the whole country in shambles. But, anyways, um, I learned about cycle syncing. And it really honestly did change my life. I realized that women have four different stages that they go through. And depending on which one you're in, it's going to affect your mood. It's going to affect how you present yourself to the world, how you hold conversations with different people, what type of workouts you do, what type of foods you should be eating. And it's you don't really see these fitness influencers talking about this stuff. You know, that you just see them in the gym all the time and they're like, no excuses, you know, get in the gym, get motivated. And we have all these motivational videos. But cycle syncing, you're really in touch with your femininity. You're in touch with that divine feminine, which tells you to slow down and tells you to rest. And especially when you're like in your luteal stage or you're menstruating, it's really important to not work out as heavy. You don't need to lift heavy weights or do HIIT workouts. This is your resting time. You should be going on maybe slow walks or there's period yoga flows on YouTube and stuff that I like to do or stuff at my gym that not gym my yoga studio that's a little bit softer but I think the combination of this has all really helped me to like slowly recover you know right now I feel like a lot better than it was because my muscles would really spasm and the spasming has stopped but anyway yeah that's kind of my story so I wanted to talk about you know you now let's change the subject to you if you're looking to kind of start your own fitness journey and then maybe you can take some things from my fitness journey that you learned I'm not telling you to like not go to the gym I'm I'm just saying it's important to listen to your body you know you don't need to be so hard on yourself you don't need to be so strict like I am so strict with myself if I eat something that's bad. I feel so guilty about it. It's something I'm still trying to work on, you know. If I miss a day at the gym, I still get so upset, but I'm I've been now back in the gym for like 2 or 3 weeks, I would say, after taking like probably a 3-month break. So it does feel really good, but I'm not back to my full potential. You know what I mean? I'm taking it very slow in the gym. Like I am yeah, I I am. I go in the sauna for twenty minutes, and I'm like, okay, I sweat. There's my workout. No, but I'll I'll take it slow on the treadmill. If I'm doing lower, I'll probably do three exercises and call it. I haven't even done. I'm not even approaching like squats and hip thrusts. I'm just doing the machines, so it's very slow. So, anyways, if you're starting your fitness journey, I would one thing I would say is definitely the consistency is key. Showing up for yourself, and. With this, how you define movement and how you define working out. Working out is not just going to the gym and lifting heavy weights. If you moved your body that day, if you went on like maybe a 20-minute walk around your neighborhood, if you maybe did a 10-minute yoga flow or 10-minute stretching in the morning, that's you showing up for yourself. That's consistency. And this is the key to when you're starting. So don't think of your fitness journey as you need to be in the gym and go doing all this hard, heavy lifting. It's just about movement. That's why I don't even like to say, like, you know, the gym or fitness. It's movement. Moving your body, how it feels. You could literally go to the club and and dance your little heart out and shake that ass and that is still considered a workout that is a cardio workout okay that's literally zumba right there and don't even get me started on how good um twerking is for the sacral chakra and the root chakra that is releasing a lot of stored trauma and emotions down there twerking literally comes from a lot of ancient dances i believe it originated in africa when you know they're Women's husbands would die and they would be a widow, and they would literally twerk at different ceremonies to release all of these pent up emotions because grief is held in that chakra. Don't quote me on that, okay? I heard that from a different podcast, so I didn't really do the research on that. But the point is that a lot of people, like if you're feeling really sad and you're overcoming grief a lot, twerking really releases. A lot of them and it is a very ancient dance that women would do in order and even to prepare for like birth I'm pretty sure these ancient dances would help prepare the hips for birth and stuff like that so it's just really cool but yeah however you define working out it could be a Pilates class it could be a Zumba class it could be a yoga class it doesn't matter but as long as you're moving how your body feels and when you're working when you're starting your fitness journey there is I mean I did, a, did an episode on like different habits and stuff there is a hump that you need to get over at first. And this is where consistency comes in. When you force yourself to show up for yourself and to go and to push yourself, push yourself, but you know, be careful. Okay, don't be like me where I overdid it. Um, but there is that hump You know, and in the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, he does talk about this, why a lot of people fail at a new habit because it's not a linear growth curve. It's actually exponential, which means you don't see the results at first, but then all of a sudden they kind of skyrocket up, you know, if you're like thinking about a graph that way. So I saw myself because, you know, I've been in and out of fitness and movement in the gym for my whole life now. Every time I get back into it, there is a hump I need to get over at first. I don't know. It depends on who you are. Mine is probably like a few weeks of getting back in the rhythm, but it's important to show up for yourself and treat yourself like someone you, you really love and want to take care of. You know, think of like a person in your life that means a lot to you. Maybe it's a sibling or a partner or a parent. You would want the best for them you know so you should want the best for yourself you would want them to like get in the gym and be healthy because it is really important that you're getting your heart rate up and you're sweating and you're doing stuff like this on a daily basis another thing that i want to mention is the comparison trap i kind of said this before with like on tiktok and social media you know i found myself constantly comparing myself sorry i have to like blow my nose but the tissue is so far away um i found myself constantly comparing to these other fitness influencers online and I was like oh my god I want that body why can't I have that and this developed a lot of body dysmorphia and mental problems okay I'm sorry I, I actually went to go blow my nose because I couldn't take it anymore okay <laughs> um anyways so when you're going into the gym you know you're gonna see people in real life that have a, a dream body that you really want and instead of sitting there and feeling bad about yourself you should be happy for them Right, there was this quote that was like, if you can't clap for someone else, it will never be your turn. So instead of sitting there and judging yourself and judging them, feel a sense of appreciation towards them and be like, "Okay, you know what? I'm I'm actually instead of being jealous, flip it. It's all a mindset, girl. Like it's literally everything in your life is a mindset. Look at them and say, "Wow, they worked so hard for that body. I'm so inspired by their success." I didn't see them I only see the end product. I didn't see everything that they struggled with. I didn't see how much they weighed or how they were before they got in the gym, but I am so inspired by them. I'm going to take that inspiration and push myself in the gym. And that's how I started looking at these fitness influencers online. I was like, you know, they're inspiring me. I didn't see how they were before they were a famous fitness fitness influencer, but I'm going to kind of take that, what, the, what they are now, and use that as a push, as an inspiration. And when you see these people in the gym i know it's gonna be really difficult to like compare yourself and you probably think everyone's watching you and but you can wear wear something you're comfortable with you know wear like a baggy sweatshirt or baggy clothes if you're not comfortable in a sports bra and tight shorts yet you know what i mean wear whatever you're comfortable with and i want to reaffirm this because i used to think everyone was watching me all the time no one cares okay literally You walk around now anywhere, everyone is so focused on themselves, like I guarantee you no one is judging you, okay? Especially if you're like extremely overweight, I see people in the gym who are very overweight and instead I don't like, I don't sit there and judge them. I'm actually really, really proud of them and really happy for them that they're taking a step to change their life and to better themselves and to be healthier and happier and live longer, for the people in their life that care about them. So, I almost think that's like really inspiring. So, no one, everyone has their headphones in. No one's going to be staring at you. If they are, you know, do something maybe that, you go on go on a machine or go in a corner or wear a baggy sweatshirt. I don't know. I just know that whenever I go in, I don't think anyone's looking at me because everyone is so involved with themselves. And I know from personal experience, like I don't look at other people. I don't really care about other people in the gym. Like I'm there just for myself and everyone else has that very similar mindset. But if you are overweight and you are nervous about people judging you, I guarantee you like the gym community mostly is very welcoming and friendly. And I think if you are, I don't even know what to call it, like a gym rat or whatever. I wouldn't say I identify as that, but it's just, I don't know. I definitely used to be, but I think the gym community is very accepting of people because especially me, you know, if you want to take a step to better yourself and be happier and healthier, that's a win in my book because I think when we all become our happier, happiest, healthiest, and highest selves, we're like collectively changing the vibrational frequency of the planet because we're like, we are in line with our goals and it's just, you're going to be a much happier person overall and you're going to spread a lot of love and positivity so you got really nothing to worry about baby girl I'm telling you like you're it's fine and if you're insecure that's fine like I am still so insecure and I go to the gym because there's always someone better there's always someone prettier there's always gonna you know but it's gotta like you gotta just focus on yourself you know and this might sound really stupid but affirmations oh my god I just blew my nose and I feel like I'm so stuffy right now I don't know why I don't know what just happened but affirmations and self-love mantras and repeating to yourself you know I mean you could look up success stories of um on YouTube like how I manifested my dream body and stuff like that it's also a mindset so not only are you in the gym or doing movement whatever you want to do but you're also eating healthy you know, make sure you're eating balanced nutrition meals. For me personally, I'm vegan, so I have a lot of plant-based meals. I'm not eating a lot of processed foods and stuff like that. So really nice, like learn to love vegetables, learn to love. It's so fun to cook when you cook different things and different bowls and salads and stuff like that. It is a really fun hobby to pick up. But also spiritually, you know, how do you view yourself when you Do this, I mean, quote unquote manifesting, whatever you want to believe in, but train your brain to, it's, everything is the physical, the mental, and the spiritual. Train your brain to look in the mirror and say, you know, I am so grateful, act as if you already have it, the law of assumption, the lucky girl syndrome, you know what that is. Act as if you already have it. I am, universe, thank you so much that I have this body, you know, I have abs and I have a really skinny, strong core and then I have a really strong glute area and my arm's really strong and I I can lift heavy things and stuff like that. I don't know. Whatever you want to just be specific, the body type you want. And just reaffirm this to yourself every single day. You could do meditations on like manifesting your dream body and stuff like that. You know, It's it's all a balance of what you want to do. So, another thing that I want to talk about really quick is maybe having an accountability partner okay this is this is a really good thing to have in general if you have a if you have like a a significant other this is great if you both want to start holding each other accountable and getting into the gym and maybe update each other every single day on your workout or what you did or going with them to the gym or even a friend you have that really wants to get in shape you know when I first started my gym journey I had a friend who was in the same spot and we both went to the gym together because she really wanted to get her shit together too but having a friend you guys go together and hold each other accountable is really important um but you know at the end of the day you got to hold yourself accountable and this is through self-discipline and self-love and treating yourself as someone that you would want to see as the best possible version of yourself so with that I think that's everything that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, pretty much. So just a reminder: everything is a balance of the physical, spiritual, and mental. If you're not eating right and you know you're not taking care of your body, you're not going to see results. But you're also not going to see results right away. You got to be consistent. You got to get clear with the universe. Write down exactly what you want. Be make a vision board. Go on Pinterest of what you want to create, the life you want to create. How does your highest self, like that version of you, that is you know really healthy how do they eat how do they talk what are their thoughts write it all down and become in alignment and in sync with that i have a lot of other episodes talking more about this mindset but i just wanted to do the physical one on this episode so with that i hope this gave you some insight on kind of how to start a fitness journey it all starts with you at the end of the day you know you could sit here and listen to what i'm saying but it's your life you know if you want to make a change that's going to be on you and don't be discouraged Okay, that's like so bad. That's like when you tell someone don't be anxious and they're super anxious, it's not helping. Okay. But anyways, I I hope that helped. Um feel free to reach out if you need any more help with this stuff. And yeah, I guess I'm starting my fitness journey over again for the fifth time. So we're in this together now. I'm learning how to like get back in the gym and how to be more confident. So yeah, the universe is your bestie for the resty. All right, I love you so much. Okay, have a great, wonderful day, you beautiful shining star. Bye.